back to the topic of the discussion and hit the issues you typically find reluctant. Remove the facade to fill the gap with some substance. We undermining problems, expecting to overcome it. Please hold the applause. We doing it for the cause. People follow culture before they follow the laws. We rather face the friction and not attempt it at all. Persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves. There's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing. Both for folks who stay woke and those who be dreaming. We ain't slaves, yet we still ain't experienced freedom. What we need is the keys to access the kingdom. We're all in this fallen world trying to stay intact. I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at. So follow the breadcrumbs like Hansel and Grant. And thank Yogi Bear and the thought engineer for that all. Hey, uh, D, I gotta get yeah. this. I gotta fix this. I gotta get this. It's not right. I know this crazy, but I can't get my my D. What's that? I can't get oh, my I got beer. you. I got you. Can you? We're, can, we're gonna work it out. Huh? And sure, like, we're gonna, we gonna work it out. We're gonna work it out. <laughs> we're gonna, work it out. Right, we gonna get it straight. We're gonna get it straight. Are you still trying to fix it? Other than that, man, how you doing? Okay. Man, I'm doing good, man. You back, back feeling like yourself? You back yeah, feeling like close. yourself a little more? I'm, I'm, I'm getting close, man. I'm getting close. Um, technology is gonna be the death of me though, because every time I feel like I'm getting close to doing something <laughs> else, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, uh, I know, I know. I feel like getting close, man. It's, it's, yeah, something else, man. It's something else. Uh, so, Coach. yeah, man, that's technology for you, man. When you need it, that's when they start acting up on you. So that's just, I know, kind of how it is, man. Because I'm trying to right now. I need to go to my page. If you walk me through this, just one second. Go to my page. Go to. <laughs> yeah, he said nothing. <laughs> you already go to the, go to the live stream. You'll see it. And then you can you can switch it from there. I don't see it. Oh, there it is. Uh, getting out of pocket. How much ventilation? Not I... it. <laughs> okay, let's go. We're gonna we're gonna let uh we're gonna let old Yogi get all of that worked out. We're gonna let him get it worked out. <clears throat> but for those of you joining us today. Hopefully we got some new people today. You know, that'll be much appreciated. But everybody who's normally here, we thank you for coming back. This is Man Talk Mondays. It's an open forum where we talk about everything from religion, to politics to relationships. We talk about the topics near and dear to your heart. Right. Where we're coming from a man's perspective. Now, here's the thing. It's not just for men. We want everybody to join in, chime in. Men, women, boys, and girls participate in the conversation. Now, how do you do that? You simply go, you drop your comment, drop your question in the comments, and we can see it, right? So this is how you engage with us. This is how you become part of the conversation. But we want to talk to y'all. It's me and Yogi, but you are our guest. You can be our guest tonight. So 
So we want you to be a part of it. So go in, drop your comments, drop your questions, and be part of the conversation tonight, all right? But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Man Talk Monday News. Welcome to Man Talk Monday News, and I'm your host, John D. Blackman. And tonight's top story is, I can't get this shirt fixed right. <laughs> Listen, to cable or not to cable? Okay, so they put like some of the movies on HBO Max and then the ones you really want to watch at the movie theaters. I don't want to go in there and sit with them three people. It's like three people in there and they charging $70 for the popcorn. I'm not having it. I'm going to stick with cable. But then the cable company is trying to make you get all the apps and they're charging you $12. Now your cable bill is $1,000. And you only get to watch the movies that you don't want to watch. I don't want to get up in the middle of the night and watch half-baked porn. When I want to see naked, I want naked, naked. I don't want half-baked porn. I want naked. So if I'm going to pay for cable, give me what I'm looking for at 3 in the morning. This has been Real Talk, Man Talk News with your host, John D. Blackman. Good evening and good night. We, we still working on the on the sponsorship. So, <laughs> so <laughs> hey, we having fun tonight. We having fun tonight. Um, it's all fun. <laughs> Good times. All right. So we have a a new segment that we do, and it's called Man Talk About It. Man, talk about it. Now, this is where you come and you send in letters about things that are going on with you, things that might be concerning you or whatever with your life, and you just want to get a man's perspective on your situation specifically. But that's what man talk about it is. So we have a letter tonight, right? Oh, real quick, you can send any information, send your letters to mantalkmondays1 at gmail.com. Mantalkmondays1 at gmail.com. We keep everything anonymous. We keep it all anonymous, so you're good. We're not going to tell you business and nothing like that. We just want to talk about the uh, situation. We might help somebody, all right? So we got the letter. Yes. Yogi, you got the letter for us tonight? People often call me and want to have man talk talk with me on the side. So I'm going to stop doing that so you guys can write us letters. Because I get conversations, and I'm sure David does as well. We get them all the time. So with no, with no more further ado, this week's letter is called 
how do you know when to turn the booty volume off when in a relationship sex is normal but how long and how much is too much sex before you should start expecting something else and what if you want them to marry you when do i pull the sex back or flood him with it i'm asking guys how do you maneuver your relationship when you already in sex and having sex and it's good sex Derek, what you got man well let me just say this because i've listened <clears throat> i've listened to i don't know pretty sure y'all heard this guy kevin samuel uh y'all heard his opinion on dating and and everything i don't agree with everything this guy says he has this opinion when it comes to especially women who have kids already he say well you already got kids you got strikes against you so you should go in giving it up right away i don't agree with that because sex is problematic if it's not in the right context it's very problematic i think we're fooling ourselves thinking we could just play around with it all willy-nilly like this ain't a serious thing. So if you want things to get complicated real fast, you want to get complicated real fast, go down that road. It'll, it'll do it. But let's say you already down that road. You're already down that road. You y'all doing it on the regular. Pulling up on the man can be problematic too. Especially if you you living with him, you're in a living situation, all this kind of stuff, it can be problematic too. My advice, don't, just don't. Don't play with fire. Too many people have tried and it didn't work out. So that's my advice. Just, just don't play with fire. Like, what you, what you got? But you got yogi because i that's that's just that's my take hey miss janice how you doing we got got some people chiming in now somebody coming in nita taylor says agreed agreed it's it's so much problems you invite and i know i heard the philosophy with people today talking about get it how you live and they seem to try to try to say they can compartmentalize like it don't really matter, like it's not a big deal and the whole nine. Truth of the matter is it's a big deal. It's a big deal. But if you're using it to try to win favor or control people, you ask for trouble. You ask for trouble. What you say, man? Got one of them technical. Technical difficulties on one of those nights. We got it. Mm -hmm. So are we back? Man, we this is a nightmare today. Is it, are we back? Okay. Yes, it's crazy. I agree. It's crazy tonight, man. But we're gonna work through it. I agree that sex shouldn't be done willy-nilly. But oftentimes in relationship, we find ourselves having sex. And once you do find yourself having sex, now both sides are kind of faced with a conundrum of, okay, I want, is he in a good place and I want more than just this. And so if that's the case, how do you uh, get him to where you are woman if you want marriage? 
Do you pull up from sex on? Do you maybe not swing from the chandeliers? Do you hold something back? Because if he's getting, I mean, I've heard this a million times. If he's getting everything, why would he marry you? You have to, a conversation needs to be had. And, and listen, and I know you don't want to pull up because it's good to you like it is him. So I know you don't want to pull up. But what will you be willing to do to get the ring? And see, and that's the thing. You're going to have, you're going to sacrifice something either on the front end or the back end to get that ring on your finger like you want. Most of the time, we can't have everything. We can't have, you got to decide what's more important. The booty or that duty. You got to decide because you normally, most of the time, we don't get both. And, 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 the com and most of the time when you have a conversation, he'll lead you on and he may be thinking it further down the road. But oftentimes men need to speed up. Men need to speed up. Men need something to say, OK, well, shoot, let me stop playing. Let me get ready for marriage. And because normally we'll play sexes or play house as long as you want to play. It. We have to be made not to play. Monique said, you have to be honest with yourself about what type of relationship you want early. She has a great point. Mm -hmm. So don't say, oh, we just kicking it and all this kind of stuff. And then you're like, why you ain't married me? And all no, 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 no. That was, you got to set the expectation up front. But D, the it's not like that. Set it up front. Normally, it's not like that. They Normally, they don't complain about not getting married. That's something that they, that they kind of fight with in their head internally. They don't they don't they don't attack attack us with that because they're trying to figure out whether or not they've made a mistake in what they've done so far and how they can fix it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't and I'm not even sure. Maybe I go moving too fast on the yes. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe I did too much. Yeah. 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 So that's why that's, that's why I'm saying. I, I keep telling people, sex is signing your name on the dotted line. It is not the test drive. You're talking about you want to test it out before you buy it? Sex is not the test drive. You need more information before you. So then if we're going to have You need sex, to know. So if we agree to where we're going to have sex, we probably need to agree to some other things before we start. Right? If we're gonna if we're gonna agree, yep. hey, yep. let's have some sex. We need to also have some other stuff laid out. Anita says, if you're an older person, you kind you kindly know what you want. You kind of know what you want. Yes, but what about an older? But right. Older, but listen, Anita. Most people know what they want. Most people know now whether or not they're going to say anything about it or not is something completely different. That's the thing. Why not say it? Why not say it at the beginning? Because you because you you scared. Yeah, why not say it at the beginning? You scared you're gonna lose out. You scared it ain't gonna go like you wanted to go. Right. I really I really like right. him. It, I really like him. And I don't want him to run off because I'm talking, I'm trying to rush him into marriage because I'm not, but I just want to make sure that we're not just doing this for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I listen, I get it. I just but don't know how you I turn that. The question right I just don't know how you turn I think that. Y'all already answered your question. Right here. And what do you say? 
Kansi says, once you hit the bed without the talk, then it will be hard to backtrack. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. The bed sets an expectation in itself. And if you haven't had the conversation, any conversation beforehand about what you really expecting, and if you're not if you're not willing to tell or be honest about your expectation, that's already telling you 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 headed for trouble anyway, because you're moving out of fear. Mm. And when you move a relationship out of fear, you start compromising yourself way too much. And once you keep compromising yourself, you get lost in that thing, and now you ain't no coming back. The fear you might as well cut your losses and. Fear and booty don't mix. <laughs> don't mix them, please. No, no, nah. no, no. You know they don't. They don't mix because <laughs> it generally makes you do stuff that you wouldn't normally do with the booty out of fear. Don't you don't 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 let them cross. Don't let them cross, please. Don't let them cross. No, nah. mm. no. Nah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta drop the fear. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like you said, you can send us your letters. We can talk about. Your situation, man. Talk Mondays one at gmail.com. Everything's anonymous. We look forward to hearing from you. All right. Now for the topic at hand. So everybody heard pressure bus pipes, right? That's what they pressure say. Pressure bus pipes. And too often in relationships, we get to the point where we start hiding what we really feel. We kind of suppress what our true feelings. And people call it sweeping it under the rug. But what happens when that pile under that rug start getting too big? So we want to know tonight, how big is the pile under your rug? How big well, is that pile? I think, I think most of the time people let that pile get pretty big under that rug until they can't shut the door until you can't walk by you can't walk over it until it's something that now we just got to get to because most of the time you have double piles you have one thing you have one problem and you have a bunch of little things that stem from this particular problem and it keeps piling and it keeps piling and it keeps piling now at the beginning it would have been fine to handle this at the beginning but because you did because you didn't, now you got to go through all of the rest of this monstrous pile that's at the door. So, audience. So, we want to know how many of y'all, how many of y'all have dealt with the pile before? You had a relationship, and y'all didn't talk about how you really felt about what was going on in the relationship, and it just steadily got worse, and you ended up with a situation. How did how did that go for you? So David Bryan says, when the pile is too big, you can trip over it. He's absolutely right. And a lot of us do. <laughs> we trip over that pile. And then you mad because you tripped over the pile about what's under the pile. <laughs> right. But but you don't get mad at yourself. You get mad at the other person. It's true. That's true. You're right. And that's the thing I don't think people do enough of is taking responsibility for that pile. You put it under there. Are you taking responsibility for it? See, you know that's how something. many of y'all have, have let your pile be? See, now you said something, and I didn't catch that until you just said it then. Responsibility for the pile. So not only do I so 
if I don't say something about what's bothering me and I stick it on the pile, I also have the responsibility now of it being my fault for the pile. I just did it because I didn't want to start no argument at the time. And now that's my fault too. That's tough, D. I didn't think about it like I didn't think about it that way, but you you might be on to something. You might be on to something. Yeah. You might be on because I mean, can you really hold the other person at fault when you make the choice? Not to say what you need to say, but that other person should know better. So they should know. <laughs> Monique says the piles are simply issues both parties are afraid to deal with. Sometimes the pile will take over. Huh? So that's a, what happens when the pile takes over the relationship. You got all this suppressed stuff that you haven't expressed to the other person and now it's running relationship. What does that even look like? How do you know when that's happening? Maybe we can help somebody out. How do you know when you just swept too much stuff under the rug? What you think, man? I just think sometimes when I think in relationships, if there's anything or any conversation that we have to tip around, if it's anything like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that with her. Oh, I don't. Oh, that's gonna set him off. Anytime you have triggers, anytime there is a trigger, that is a warning. Perhaps there are some a pile that needs to be dealt with. If there are triggers in the relationship that you won't cross, or that you won't won't, won't talk about with them. I think you're right, and I that's called avoidance. Because there's so much there, you you so afraid that one simple thing is gonna set it off, and now everything that you've been trying to avoid is gonna come rushing in. Well, I'll give you another another example, another sign. When simple things start getting blown out of proportion. Hmm. When I left a, a dirty dish in the sink, and all of a sudden it's World War Three. Or, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I drunk all of the, the orange juice or something. Well, now we got to fight. Cheryl says, sooner or later, that pile spills out and no one can talk, can walk around it or ignore it. It's a waiting time bomb. Are, yeah. are we good at dealing with the piles? Well, if we were good at piles, they would never be piles. Because the best way to deal with a pile is when it's not a pile. It's a small, it's it's an issue, a single issue. But uh I remember thank uh thank, I want to thank I want to thank the people that are coming. I mean, keep the comments coming. We appreciate you guys. Um, but but the thing about piles, man, piles I don't want to say it's just like we throw everything under the rug because we don't throw everything under the rug, it's specific stuff that we throw under the rug that we are not necessarily ready to deal with. It's specific, it's specific. It is specific stuff. Everything don't go under the rug. Most of the stuff we can talk about. Go ahead. Constance said, if you don't let it out in the beginning, then it will hurt you and hurt the other person. It happened to me. I would let it build. I learned not to tiptoe around small or large matters. So constantly like, 
I just got to bite the bullet, had a conversation. Is that brave? That's brave. Or is that crazy? That's brave. That's brave? Okay. Most men don't want no problem. Most men don't want no problem. Because the first thing y'all be want to do is pull sex. And we, we want to have sex sometimes. So we don't want to say nothing because we just, I don't want to start you. Because if I say something else about our daughter and what she's not doing, you ain't going to have no sex with me. So I just want to have sex. So I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> Monique said, the fight is not about the dishes or the socks. It's the pile. Right. But no. this this is a sign. This is it's a sign that the pile is getting out of hand. When when small things start to blow out of proportion, there are some things that are not being discussed. It's not being talked about. They need to be talked about. But the people and that's just a sign. But people that know about piles know what the piles are. You know what's down there. You listen. Everybody walking around that knows what's down there. Now, whether or not we want to deal with it is completely different. We know what's down there. So what does that say about the relationship if you can't deal with the power, though? We want sex that night. Let me get, let me get, let me get Cheryl's comment. She says, we're constantly thinking about whether or not it's going to hurt feelings. When we hold it in, we hurt ourselves. Okay, so taking Cheryl's comment and kind of going back to Concy's, do you just risk hurting the feelings? Well, what then this is the thing, and all truthfulness though, you want to do it in a way to where people see your heart and not more or less what you are saying, but they see your heart in. Hey, listen, sweetheart. Uh let me say this. <laughs> I've never sneezed. Don't <laughs> But tonight, <laughs> we don't have a sneeze uh, button on it. Right. <laughs> but you just pray that they see your. Uh, you just pray that they see your heart and not your hands. not the word for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the crazy show. We need to record this one. <laughs> so Jason, Jason Earl says when you get older, though, you say forget the sex. I got to say something. <laughs> and that's true. Said, you know why? When you start pulling stuff, but you know why it's easier when we're older? Because we are con- pretty much everybody's conditioned to the relationship and what the patterns are at that point. You argue so much when you're older, you do this so much, you walk so much. Everybody's in a pattern thing. We have stages and we have uh what's the word I'm looking for? We have places where we are, are we gonna argue this much. We're going to walk this much. We're going to fight this much. And we just put those in the, in the allotted slots for those particular things when we older. I think it's different when we're young. Mika says, if y'all wanted to talk about me tonight, just say that. <laughs> no, really. I'm guilty of allowing things to pile up because I'm worried about the other person. The whole time I'm getting upset and adding to the pile. It's fine to be considerate of the other person, but part of that consideration has to be, I have to say something. It's almost, you have to look at it as inconsiderate, not saying what needs to be said because it's doing you no good 
if you're holding it in and it's really causing the relationship to deteriorate it's you know, gradually breaking down anyway and it's not gonna hold up anyway so the funny thing about those conversations that you're not that you're not having man they have a funny way of being under that pile looping back around and you're like wait a minute i thought this was under the pile how is it that this is connected to this and it's done loop back around and now we have another decision to make on whether or not we're going to talk about this or we're going to push this up under the pile listen it the reason why they say the most important thing about marriages is it's uh, not conversation but communication is because most of the time the communications aren't good ones most of the time you're telling them hey this gets on my nerves hey i could choke you about this hey you know what if you do that again i'm gonna run over you like with the car and i'm gonna keep going back with the forwards. those are the conversations that you have in marriage at the beginning that's why it's so important to 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 be to to communicate because they aren't good most of the time and that's why you have premarital counseling and postmarital yeah all right so chad said hold it in will cause resentment just communicate now let me say this most of us are not taught how to communicate some of us have parents that teach us how to communicate some of us we have been groomed in sweeping it under the rug when you in a house where don't nobody talk about what really needs to be talked about then you're gonna carry that into your relationships when you get married you're gonna be the same way with your spouse Kansi says you got to deliver it in a way without hurting someone or yourself. Delivery is everything. What if it's not necessarily the delivery, but the sensitivity of the information, you can't avoid the hurt. Cheryl said hurt feelings is not the intent. Okay. Yes. Okay. Great Easy. point. Great point. Great. Easy. 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 Easier said than done though. Some things are just going to listen, listen, listen. If you're talking about somebody bad cooking, if you're talking about somebody's mother-in-law, if you're talking about it just depends on what you're talking about. Some things are going to be sensitive enough to where regardless of how you say it or, 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 or it's, you know what I mean? it's, what it's, it's going to hurt feelings. And you, that's why it's important that you know the heart of the person rather than what and how they're saying it. So Andrea says, clean up little by little. Seek counseling because you got to get it out. She is right. When your pile hits a certain level, when you tripping over your pile, it's time to bring in an expert. You got to get somebody else in there to help you sort it out. I'm telling you. Because if it's a pile, that means there are several things that I'm trying to unpack. And if if I'm trying to do this all at once, you'll make that mistake and do it all at once. And man, you talking about a blow up. And, and the pile you talking about a serious blow up. And the pile didn't get there all at once. Right. And because it didn't, now you have to unpack it as slow as you put it down in there. That's good. That's good, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Because sometimes you need that third party to sit there and say, okay, tell the other person what you're feeling. And then they look at you. So what are you hearing them say? <laughs> because 
if it's just y'all two, an argument can turn into a fight. And that's the difference between fights and arguments. But, but D, the, see, the crazy thing about when you get married, everybody thinks that there's things are supposed to be said to you a certain way. And you better not say it outside of the way I think you're supposed to say it, or we're going to have some problems. When me and my wife got married, when we were dating, we never hurt each other's feelings. We never got into arguments. But as soon as they said, I do, you do, I do, it was, hey, let's get ready to rumble. We fought about everything. <laughs> we fought about everything because we were taking everything the wrong way. It's amazing. It is amazing. The more serious you get about somebody, the more hurt or harmful you think they're trying to do you. It's amazing. It is amazing, dude. What if you are the type of person who holds in a lot because I don't like confrontation? If you are that kind of person, you really got to watch yourself. We don't want you to end up on snap. <laughs> if you are not communicating to the person what's what's hurting you and they keep doing it out of ignorance, you will convince yourself that they're doing it out of spite. And it's simply because you haven't told them. That's true. And you we assume that people, oh, you know what you know what you did, or you know what you said. They don't always know. Because maybe where they come from, that's how they talk. Maybe they talk rough, they talk abrasive, and you just didn't know that. But now that's not where you come from, and so you don't know how to deal with it. But if you never say anything, then they never have the chance to pull back and adjust themselves. Caring is adjusting yourself for the sake of the other person. But you need information. All right, Laura says it has to it has to be two people openly communicating, both willing to listen and talk and come up with a solution. Being a hothead and always wanting to be right won't work. Now she brings up a great point. If you are the hothead if you are the hothead and you don't like listening to reason, hmm. guess what? The other person will shut down on you. They're going to shut down. And then you wonder why you're like, you don't ever talk to me. Well, they don't want to talk if everything is going to end up with you blowing up. And especially if it's something they need to say, they don't feel like they say it. Let me tell you. If they ain't telling you, they're telling somebody else. They're going to find somebody to confide in, somebody they can talk to, somebody they can release it with. And then you wonder how people get caught up. You're the Listen, boy. Cheating ain't, hey, always hey. ain't always all about sex. It's about somebody is giving me something that I'm not getting where I need and supposed to get it. And you said you are the person you vow to be the person to give me that. Wow. But That's now that we in it, you want to change the you want to change the agreement, you want to change the arrangement. You can't do that once you've made this commitment. You can't because, do that. That's false because, advertising. Because more times than not, if I can't talk to you about something, there's somebody I can talk to, or there will be somebody I can talk to. There'll be somebody that'll listen to me. 
There'll be somebody that has the patience that you don't have. And there'll be somebody, there'll always be an ear when you don't have one. That's and see, that's that's where cheating comes from. That's where cheating comes from. Cheating, cheating don't come from uh you seeing somebody like, hey girl, what have been pulling up? And uh uh no, no. It starts with a conversation. It starts with a simple conversation, or it starts with an ear. And that's and man, the boy, you let, let, let me say this. They say Monique said that's a great point. Somebody feeling me tonight. That's all I'm saying. But let me say this. And hopefully I get this right. I'm trying to remember how I said it. It said sometimes a great offense is a great defense. Well, you know, you gotta have deep defense is a great offense. So if you want to protect your marriage, now I'm, I'm talking about if you got two reasonable people who really have the best interest at heart of the other person, but they just have some issues they haven't worked through. We're talking about dealing with, you know, people who at least want to do right to keep them from getting trapped. Because like we're saying, this is when the devil comes in. He don't come in when y'all loving each other, everything good, everything. He comes in when there's tension in the house, when there you fighting, when you got a pile under your rug that you haven't dealt with. That's when he come in. That's when he come in. He come to the house and look for piles on the floor. And what he see him, he say, oh, so they not talking about something. And you know the crazy thing, the crazy thing about that D, not only do he say they not talking about something, but when you confide in somebody else, it's normally not about the stuff that you argued about at home. It's, listen, let me tell you, you know how easy it is for me to be consolable to your problems going on at home? Real easy. I ain't got to deal with them. I ain't got to deal with them. Oh, well, if it was me. Girl, I would take you like this and hold you like this, but like, yeah, but that's not that's not taking care of the problem. Yeah, but if it was me, I that listen. Most of the time, you confide in the people about stuff you're not even talking to the other person at home about, at the job about, or wherever it is. Go ahead, D. So, in order to, I'm not gonna say cheat proof. Or at least minimize the risk. Communication. And I'm not just talking about talking. I'm talking about to where you know y'all understanding each other. So I heard somebody say that it's not just about communication. It's about understanding. Y'all got to understand each other. Because if you really love that person, then love is going to say, I need to make sure that the other person is okay. And you make the adjustments that you have to make to make sure they're okay. But... Just know if you shut down on people, you will create a situation to where trouble is. Don't you jump over that. Don't you jump over that. You said something and they need to get this. I will make the adjustment that I need to make. That is coming from him and that is coming from her to make sure don't nothing come in this, come in out of this house that I don't see or that I don't know what's going on with. I, we have to make the adjustment. 
We say I do. We have to make the adjustment to keep the enemy and anything else fine, tall, dark, and handsome out of the house. Selena says, it's about comprehension, not just communication. Absolutely. And you have to check for comprehension. You can't just tell somebody. They have to be able to tell it back to you what you told them. And if they didn't tell it back to you like you delivered it, they didn't understand you. So you got to make sure that there is comprehension in order to keep the confusion down. You got to make sure. Hmm. Let me just say this. I heard, I heard in a room one time, I was in clubhouse in a room and the people talking about, you know, it's cheating. Premeditated is a mistake. Listen, I told them it's not about being about premeditation. It's about predisposition. You got to know when you are in a place where the devil can pick you off real easy. If that pile under your rug is getting real big, you are ripe for the picking. Wait a minute, D. Wait. Stop. And he is coming. D. And he you is know coming. When you ripe. You know when you ripe. You know when you ripe. Now, we try to act like all the time, girl, I don't know where he came from. It's just one day, he just swept me out of my feet. My legs were like that. You know exactly because everybody can identify we're in a bad place. Just like you know when you're in a really good place together, you understand when you're in a bad place. You understand when any when anybody that come across you say anything to you might have your ear. You in a bad place. You in a bad place. So don't fool yourself. Don't play. Let's not play. We all old, gray, raggedy. Uh, let's not play. We got the bumpers hanging off. Let's not play with each other. Let's not play with each other. And because if that ain't what you want, then we need to deal with that. Do something to change it. Do something to change it. Now, if that's not really what you want. And let me see. It can't just be one person making the adjustments. True. It can't be one person. Can't just be one person making the adjustments. You know, there's there's a movie. I don't know. Some of you. Let me get conscious. Come. He says, if you have honesty and understanding in the beginning, I believe the relationship will work. But that's what I believe. Absolutely. But here's the thing about honesty and understanding. Understand that relationships are dynamic. If you are in a relationship and y'all in it for a long time, you are constantly evolving in that relationship. In your evolution, you got to still be communicating the changes that are happening. And so something that was cool when we discussed it at the beginning may not be cool now. Or something that I wanted in the beginning, I may not want now or vice versa. Something I didn't want at the beginning, maybe I want now. This is a shift. This is a, an adjustment. I need to communicate that right. Otherwise, I think I need to go outside to go look for it. And I haven't even given the person that is here with me time to make the adjustment. Because the crazy thing about outside people, man, the crazy thing about them is <laughs> there will always be outside people. I don't know why, what happens. There will always be outside people. But, man, it's really not fair. It's not fair because you're giving somebody else a quarter of the time. And the person that you're giving all the time to, you you willing to spend the least amount of time trying to fix something that only they can fix. 
I listen, as good as new booty is, when you get 40 and 50, you better get somebody <laughs> that know where your pills at. You better get somebody that keep up with your pressure, pressure. You better get somebody to know about your sugar. You better get somebody that can walk you a couple of times a day. I'm I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. You better get somebody hey, to rub that ball head in your or, or, or that's gonna clean your nasty behind when you can't clean it yourself. Listen, there have been people that have fallen on hard times. You know what I'm saying? You never know when a crisis can come up, and now your relationship is really being tested on how much that person loves you or not. But have you invested in that person enough to where now it's time to withdraw and you got something to withdraw? But if you haven't invested anything, now you bankrupt. Listen, you ain't got I, nothing for no transaction whatsoever. Listen, man, love as hard as you want to be loved. Love as hard as you want to be loved. Forgive as hard as you want to be forgiven. Because, my brother, I'm listen to me. I'm trying to tell y'all because hard times gonna come whether you with the side piece or whether you with the piece at home. Listen, I've been six four. I've been there. I've been six folk with the long hair. They can't tell me nothing. I've been there. I've been there. Put put in it what you want to get out of it. And the hardest job you will ever have is being with somebody, being with one person. That'll be the hardest job you'll ever have. But it can only be as hard as you want it to be. You're gonna get out of that thing what you put in that thing. You're absolutely right. Anthony said it's cheaper to keep her. Well, and, and, <laughs> boy, that's so true these days. But you know what? People think monetarily D when they think about that, but that's not necessarily so, man. There ain't nothing like somebody that know you. There ain't nothing like somebody that can look at you and say, you know what, baby, you not you don't look good. You okay? Have you been taking your vitamins? Have you been walking? How, how you been sleeping? Baby, you don't look good. Come here, let me see about you. Listen and listen. The side pieces is good. Everybody like a little side every day and then, but that ain't what you need. That ain't what you need. Everybody love cookies. Eat too many of them. You gonna get diabetes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. D, help me out, man. No, you you absolutely right. And this is the danger of not doing the work. Listen, it seems like when I listen to people, everybody is looking for the problem-free relationship. There is no such thing. They want the problem-free, they want the solution, they want the magic pill to make every relationship work in their favor, where they get all the money, all the sex, all the clothes, all the houses, all the cars. It does not work like that. Life has proven that discipline is the key to the, to the good life. And if you can't discipline yourself in relationships, you will constantly be jumping from one to the other. You'll never have the satisfaction of looking back and seeing what you built with someone. Because it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes discipline to build something that's going to last. You know why people look want a car fax before they buy a used car? So they can see what the history of that car, how that car has been running. Everybody wants some that gives them no problems. But now the only way your Carfax is going to be good 
with a relationship is you got to service that relationship and maintain that relationship like you like you're supposed to everybody want a great car everybody want that great car everybody want that great relationship what are we gonna do to keep it and get it what we gonna listen listen if you if you think my wife ain't got on my nerves boy don't you know what when i get out with y'all i'm gonna go get on her nerves as soon as i leave her you preaching do I'm, you preaching brother <laughs> you preaching girl says anything worth having is worth Listen, well, you just said so. What what if people came with a Carfax for taking on a relationship? Hmm. Where they can hmm. see, because here's the thing: if you plan on putting miles on a relationship, you need to know if the person gonna break down on you early or not. And try to leave. You need to know. And try more. And listen, listen, here's the thing. When a car breaks down, it's never at a convenient time. Never. It's never convenient. When a never. car breaks Never convenient. Never convenient. Least just, like going, just like going to jail. Going to jail, it ain't never a good time to go to jail. I'm just going to throw that out. <laughs> ain't never, I don't care what they say. Lisa says peace, peace is priceless. <laughs> Lisa says peace is priceless. Amen. But peace doesn't just come and, and I think that's the misconception with sweeping it under the rug. We think yeah. we're trying to keep the peace, but you're doing nothing but creating a more volatile situation that you may or may not come back from. So keeping the peace means I deal with the ugly stuff. Hmm. I got to deal with the ugly stuff because we're talking about peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we deal with it in a way. Andrea, Go ahead. Andrew say you have to study your man or woman, and that takes time. Yeah, but you, how you pay attention to tendencies. Everybody lets you know what they need when they need it. You know, it's funny. Most of the time, when I'm when we all talk with women, women to say, you know, he has to know me. He has to know when I just need a back rub. You know, he has to feel my spirit. When I say, what do we want for dinner? He has to say, oh, baby, let's get Italian food. Well, we need the same thing. Can we get the same? Can we come home? And you say, babe, you know what? I need to rub your back. Sit down. Let me rub your back. Let me let me get you something. Can I get you a bird? Can I get you something, baby? We, de we desire the same thing. We desire the exact same thing. So if you're looking for that from your spouse and you're not getting it, start doing it. All right, Chauncey says, if you don't work out, your body is more prone to inju inju injury and or strain. Marriage is a constant workout. Problem is many of us hate the gym. Boy, you ain't lying. We'd rather hide the fat <laughs> rather than burn it. Too much work is a turnoff for some. Boy. Yeah, he said Boy, you that. said a mouthful. <laughs> he is right. We don't want the work. We don't like the work. And listen, if you don't like work, you might as well go find you a nice place in the country and sit there all by yourself. But D. Because uh -uh. if you plan on being with somebody, it's going to be work. It's going to be work. D. We working at something. We working at something. 
just because it ain't keeping your relationship together, just because it ain't at the gym, but you spending your time somewhere, you getting fat or getting stronger doing something. So why not let it be building something with somebody or building you? And it may not be nobody. It could be building you, but you spending your time doing something. And you got to be the one to figure out what that is. Monique says, I wish they came with a list of side effects, too. <laughs> now, let, let me say something. Let me tell you something. If, if you find yourself looking for every opportunity you can to get away from a situation, that is a big clue that you really need to deal with it. Like, Chauncey was saying, when you're dealing with stress, you look for every other thing to do besides deal with what needs to be dealt with. But it, the problem never gets better by itself. It needs to be worked on. But if you find yourself avoiding confrontation or avoiding anything, listen, that's a quick sign that you need to probably get some help so you can have that conversation that you need to have with another person because it's a powder keg. And it's about to it's about to blow. David Bryan. David said, "Burn the fat because too much fat hurts." You right. We don't. <laughs> that's why I said about discipline. Discipline is the key to life. It's the key to life. It's doing the things you don't want to do, so you can avoid the things that you don't want to happen. That's what discipline is. The things you don't want to happen can be prevented, but it requires you doing things that you don't want to do. But if you go ahead and knock them out, you can avoid the big things on the on the back end. Cheryl says, even in the country, you have to work. <laughs> you know, most of, so you most, of time can't people, avoid. most of the time people come over here D, and they're asking about men or women, why this and why that, man. I'm just a firm believer that it starts with you. If you have a certain type of discipline that you got going on in your life, that's going to attract or reflect what you have going on in your life. Man, because, it, because listen, until you understand how truly messed up we are as people, dude, you, you, you'll be clueless to what's going on. Why is listen? Because you're only going to stay fine for so long. You're only going to stay tall, dark, and handsome for so long. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. You got to have more than that. You got to have more than that because we we got some issues, y'all. We got some issues. And the sooner you know that about yourself, the better off you'll be in knowing that you're crazy and you need some fixing. Chauncey says, sad to say, vulnerability in our community is taboo. It's shunned upon. Hardest thing to do is to deal with you about you. You're right, Johnson. You're absolutely right. We do not like to talk about what needs to be talked about. So real quick before we go, we've heard people say happy wife, happy life. Is, is happy wife, happy life a good philosophy for marriage? Mm. No. You want me to ask? Why, why, why not? Because uh, everybody uh, says I like work, but I'm not, a, I'm not a mind reader. I like to know what I'm working on. He's right. But that means you got to work on 
making sure you can get her to tell you what's going on. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. No, what's what's no, the no. problem with happy wife, happy life? The because it excludes the husband. Everybody deserves to be happy in a relationship. Everybody does. That everybody deserves to have to work at a relationship to be good. So I deserve as much happiness as she does. Happy husband and wife, happy life. It should be just. It should be. It should reflect both of us. Both of us. Right. I've heard people say happy spouse, happy house. So both people need mutual attention. Yeah, because I've been saying y'all can make up all the rhymes they want to make up. <laughs> somebody will be listening to somebody. <laughs> Miko says, This is good. Discipline is key. Start with you. You, Miko. Yeah. Miko, you. Know yourself. You, Miko. <laughs> Laura says, We need to strive to make each other happy. Absolutely. And listen, that's what everybody wants to know. Everybody just want to know that they matter to somebody else. That somebody else considers them above themselves. That's what everybody, that's what relationships are about. We want to know that we matter to somebody to the point that they will do all of this for us. Can you cook for yourself? Yes. Can you buy your own stuff? Yes. But it just yeah. means something when somebody else considers you enough to do it for you. That's what we want. We want to be significant to somebody else. Final thoughts. Okay, my final thoughts for today. You know, it's interesting. We talk about sweeping rugs, uh, sweeping stuff under the rugs, man. And it starts with a conversation. The, the, the easiest thing you could do is start with a conversation. And guess what? They don't even have to know what the conversation is coming from. You can veer off to come back to that conversation. It's all in how you think about it. A lot of times, man, we make this we make relationships way harder than we have to. They're easy. They're they're really easy. If you, all you have to do is figure out what makes the person the most happiest. And then you figure out how can I involve make this conversation, make them happy, even though I'm telling them they they, they what they may not want to hear. I mean, man, it's all about look, it's all about putting into it what you want to get out of it. It's all about that. And that's my final thought. A lot of times people think that fighting is the worst thing that can happen in a relationship. We see the blowups, we see people arguing and that fussing, and we think they headed, this is the end. Fighting is not the worst thing in a relationship. The worst thing in a relationship is indifference. It's when that person doesn't even consider you in their life anymore. They don't even factor you in the equation. When, when he goes out and gets himself something to eat and he don't get you anything or even call a check on you. It's when she is washing the clothes and she just washes her clothes and she just leaves yours by themselves. And people start operating in a house with two people or more people, they walk, they live like it's this is where you don't want to get to. You don't want to get to the place where the other person and their well-being does not even enter your mind because you shut yourself off to a point to where you could care less. But that means 
if I, in order not to get there, I gotta be talking. You have, there's some things you have to talk about and there will be sensitive topics. There will be times where it could get tense, but at least you're talking. If you're not, communication is not happening, take a step back, regroup, but always have the conversation that needs to be had. You don't want to grow apart. You want to grow together. And sometimes there are some growing pains. And if it's a hard conversation, go ahead and have the hard conversation so you can salvage the relationship overall. And that's our King Speak this week. Hey, man. Bro. That's pretty good, man. Ooh, Enjoy the conversation. Thank everybody for joining in with us. Yes. We appreciate yeah. everybody. Every week, Melba, thank you for joining us tonight. All the people that's you've been rocking with us. Hey, Miss Bunnett is watching. Hey, Miss Bunnett, how you doing? So do us a favor. We got the email, mantalkmondays1 at gmail. Just drop us a line and tell us how you enjoying the show. Yes, Mika says she's sick of John. <laughs> You've never been six, <laughs> but if you enjoying the show. If you like what we're doing, just drop us a line and just let us know. Man, talk Mondays one. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. If you yeah. like what we're doing, let other people know what we're doing. And if drop us a line it, and tell us how you like the show. Tell us. If we said anything that helps you. Would you want to help somebody else? This, so let somebody know about what we're doing. We appreciate you guys. Again, we appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. We're here every Monday, 7 o'clock. Man Talk Mondays. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace out.